Let's pray together. God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you on this Resurrection Sunday. We thank you, Lord, because we have come to identify again with you. Paul reminds us that inasmuch as we shall die in you, we shall be raised with you. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to God be the glory. And Lord, we pray now that you would again open our eyes and our ears. And Lord, that you make our hearts ready to receive. Lord, we pray because we know that you not only hear, but you answer our prayers. And so we pray, God, that your spirit will fall fresh on us in this place. Fall fresh, Lord, on our brothers and sisters who due to circumstances in our world, they may not be in the house building church, but they're in the house body church. God, they are with you. And so, God, we pray that you would do these things for us. Open our eyes and our ears. Lord, make us ready. Deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom. Power and the glory. And Lord, we say thank you. We declare that it's good for us to be. That will be done. In Jesus' name. Church said amen. 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 Would you grab your Bibles with us and join us in the Gospel of John in the 20th chapter of the Gospel of John and we want to lift up at verse 1 on this Resurrection Sunday. Story is a lengthy story but is really worth hearing again. Verse 1 from the New Living Translation of the Bible tells us early Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb. I don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple ran to the tomb to see. The other disciple outran Peter and got there first. He stooped and looked in and saw the living cloth lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there, while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying to the side. Then the other disciple also went in, and he saw and believed. 
For until then, they hadn't realized that the scriptures say he would raise, rise, arise, arose, got up from the dead. Then they went home. God bless you today. I'm going to talk to you for a little while with just one simple thought. The doors of the church are open. It's early on this another but different kind of Sunday morning. And John says, counter to common Christian cultural norms, Kenny, for going to morning worship, they are in a cemetery. They are on their way to seek the company but also the comforts of the Christ who died. Be careful here not to miss the point of the matter because the text revealed they had forgotten. So for those of us who would like to lend spiritual license to the matter that they were going for resurrection, that's not a reality. That they were going to finish the burial processes of a Christ who died. They were out there because their hearts were broken. But ministry had to continue even when one's heart is broken. It, it was necessary. It was the right thing to do to go and anoint the body of Jesus. Can, can I say it again to those of us who have our hearts broken and quick to want to resign from ministry and walk away because somebody hurt our feelings or somebody said something to us. You, you've got to always press to perform because that's your purpose in this life. The Bible reminds us that all of us have got to walk worthy and make our calling and election sure. There are assignments given in the body of Christ to all of us. So they go to the cemetery. It's still dark. And, and, and John uh, highlights the fact that Mary is on her way to the cemetery. The cemetery where uh, Dr. Dixon, they laid him. Uh, she and the others saw Joseph and Nicodemus taken down from the cross. The cross, guilt and shame. The cross, they, they, they watched them take him down and place him in that tomb. Jo Joseph's tomb. A borrowed tomb in a damp, dreary, and desolate cemetery. The cemetery is a dead end. There are no, there are no exits from the cemetery. Which is why it is difficult to, to leave folk at the cemetery. It is there that they are compelled and forced to leave him. Why? Because he died. In the cemetery, that's where you expect to leave dead folk. In the cemetery, they came and performed their duties, but they will still be relegated to bid farewell to Jesus in the place of the dead. Cemeteries where dead folk remain. You're looking for dead folk, I would suggest you start at the church. I'm sorry, at the cemetery. You, you, you want to find folk that are lifeless and folk that have 
no, no energy, folk that have no praise. You know the Bible reminds us that there is no praise from a cemetery. And our churches ought not to ever be like cemetery. We ought to always come in and make noise. The Bible reminds us that we ought to magnify the Lord and rejoice in the Lord and lift up his name and give praises. Whenever we walk into the house of God, we ought to make some noise. Yeah, old, 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 old dead church and cold refrigerated churches where folk are so dressed up but can't shout. The church where folk come to be seen but can't shout. They are in the cemetery looking for the dead because that's where the dead are. But our church ought to be alive. All of y'all in here making noise because that's what the church ought to be. And so when you're looking for living for the living, you ought to go where the living are. Well, the cemetery, I, I got to hurry along here. The cemetery, according to Matthew's voice of validation, that's the last place they saw his body. That, that's where he was laying. You look at Matthew's gospel, complimentary to John. That's the place where when he died, we left him. The contrary part here is, Dr. Dixon, that, that Christ said he was going to die yet. But I also remember he said he wouldn't stay there. Yes. You remember? Yes. They, 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 they took him down because he died. Yes. But God woke him up yes. because he lived. Yes. I, I wish I had a shouting prayer. You, you, you understand that, 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 that the, the, the antagonists tried to push Jesus to premature resurrection. This is what they said to him. They said, he saved others. Why can't he save himself? That, that's what they say. Brother Allen, he just said it too. That, that's what they say. But he died. That, that was Friday's shot. But it's Sunday now. And, and, and some things that, that cause us to shout on Friday don't have the same effect on Sunday. Every preacher likes to set it up by saying he died. But, but thank God. I want to shout this morning because he got up. I know what happened Friday, but I'm here Sunday. I left some stuff on Friday, but I didn't get some stuff on Sunday. All my debts were paid on Friday, but I'm going to live with joy on Sunday. I thank him for dying, but I thank him for getting up.
should not be limited only to those in our fellowship. I believe I ought to put a pin there, but I ain't got enough time. He, you you, you got to understand that, that the power that God gives us is only limited because we choose to limit how we use it. You can't walk around in a risen, in a risen and resurrected ministry and, and say, I can do all things, but only do something. You can't, you can't go around saying that we have power, but yet we limit our power by the purposes and progress that we make as a ministry. Jesus proves that I am the God of everything. Here it is, he died in, 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 in cemetery morning. He woke up others, but yet he will not wake up himself. There are those, Dr. Dixon, and, and I know there are some homiletical and hermeneutical geniuses that's going to try to check my preaching, but, but let me help you understand something. God woke Jesus up. That's right. That, that's what God promised. God, God said, go ahead and do what you got to do, but I'll get you up. And then we must understand that, that Jesus demonstrated the ability to wake up other folk. He woke up now. You, you remember Lazarus? Here's the kick in the head, Elizabeth. He woke up Lazarus, and this morning Lazarus ain't nowhere to be found. All right. To whom much is given, much is required. Yes, you would think that anybody was feeling some kind of way this morning, it would be Lazarus. Lazarus was dead. You know the story? Jesus has been dead, Brother Allen, three days like he said he would. But there is Lazarus. That's another sermon I quoted. <laughs> Amen. Jesus, Jesus, and we who remain, here we are on this Sunday morning, and we find ourselves with Mary yeah. in the cemetery. They remain, and they're trying to hang on to, to what we could scarcely proclaim as life. Uh -huh. Jesus leaves. He takes something from them. He has died. Yes. Jesus is lying in a tomb. Or so they go. They left him as a surrendered Savior in a tomb. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is sealed away. That's what she said. She said, we, we know he's supposed to be here. That's where we lay him. That, that, that's where we left him when we walked away with what was left of our lives without him. You, you do know that, that, that without him, there ain't much living. In fact, Mr. Skinny, I heard him say, apart from me, there ain't much. But that, aren't you glad to know that this morning we, we got the cheaters cheat notes? We, we know how the story ends. That, that's why we came to church today. We, we didn't come to a dead church, headed up by a dead Christ. We came to a living church, headed up by a living Savior. That, that's why Grandma would put her weight on Elizabeth when she would say, because he lived. I can face my heart. We, we are connected and consecrated in life. It is in him we still move and have our being. We, we, we ask him if he was the one. This is, this is where the heartache comes. Because Brother Allen, they asked him if he was the one. They asked him, are you the one or should we expect another? They invested him in their hopes in him. They asked him if he was the chosen so that they could make an informed choice. They asked him if he was the light that would lead us from dark places. 
that held men captive to their sin. And there is no substitute. They asked him, Wanda, and he answered. He answered according to Solomon's preaching and told us without hesitation that we should trust in the Lord with all our heart. We asked and he answered. According to David and his declaration of personal devotion, when David declared, he alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress where I will never be saved. We asked Elizabeth and he answered. According to the prophetic preaching of Isaiah, when Isaiah declared that all the world looked to him for salvation, for I am God and there is no one. And yet here we are on Sunday morning, making our way to a tomb where Jesus had been entombed in a cemetery. Mary with her spices and a stranger at the soldier's abandoned station. A tomb that was once sealed by a stone. But here the kitchen is open now. Yeah, that's what I like about the church. We're open now. I think we're quarantined and limited to how many, but there's a sign outside that says we're open now. How do you know we're open? Because Jesus is Lord. And the Father said he sets high and makes low. Father said he is Lord, Lord. Father said he's king of Matter is, 
we are to always remember that there is no stone that can separate us from the love that is Christ Jesus. Paul said, what shall separate us? Shall peril or danger body? Shall corona shall unemployment? Shall it? No, there is no thing that can separate us. Yeah, yeah, when, when, when God got you, God got you. Elbow your neighbor, not too hard, but when I'm Social elbow to tell him God got you. Yeah, and when God got you, He's gonna make everything all right. I, I don't want to get happy too early because I know folk at home. I don't want to bust to speak on your little phone there. I don't want y'all calling in telling you owe me a phone. But um, but I feel it every now and then. Now I try to reel it back a little bit, Kenny, and stay steady on my feet till we get home. But 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 I, I feel like running now. Why? Because. When I think about salvation, let me see if I can, can, can take my time here. I don't want I don't want Reverend White to have a heart attack at home. She, she sitting there probably got a little brown something in her cup. So I just want her to know that, that Jesus is is alive. Yes. On Friday you could have got away with some things because you thought Jesus was asleep, but he woke now. And, 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 and so it is. So it is. I I realize that, that, that when you when you are, are in Christ Jesus. Life is different. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm confident that that the spirit that woke him up is available now yes. to the yes. church. Yes. Can I tell you something? I, I, I'm one of those people, I, I, I don't want to start no trouble, but I'm one of them people that, that, that I can't wait for a prize. I, I can't wait. If I know something coming, I get excited. I, don't, don't, don't tell me you got something for me. Right. I'll drive to your house to come here. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 but listen, I know y'all sing that little song, but that's not how the story ends three days later. No, listen, if I know, I, I want to skip all them days that's unnecessary. Get, get me to the resurrection. You know, I know the water and the wine will get and I know they're feeding 5,000, but, but if I had the Bible, I would have went from Bethlehem to resurrection. Oh, yeah. Because, because that's where life really is. Yes, I, I wasn't there when they walked on the water. I wasn't there when, when they were fishing. I wasn't there when, when the lepers got healed. But I'm going to be there when Jesus comes yes. back. I'm going to meet him in the air because I can't wait for the yes. Let me tell you how it was. When I, when I was a little boy, some of y'all ain't old enough to know this. You, you young folk out there on Facebook and all that. But, but there used to be a little thing. And, and I know it's around now. You got to go to the dollar store to find it. But there was a little thing called Cracker Jack. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah but and the box was bigger then. That's right. But, but I was one of them children that I, I never opened my Cracker Jack from the top. No, sir, because I knew the prize was on the bar. Right. I, I'm trying to tell you, I shook that box. I, I turned the box upside down. And you know, they, they had that little perforated thing at the top to help me open it. I, I, I would bite it open this bit because I knew that the prize was in the box. Yes, well, y'all don't see it yet. I knew that, that, that that's where the prize was. I knew how it would make me feel when I got my prize. It, it may not have meant anything to anybody else, but it was my prize. And God bless you if you ever got that little whistle. You got that whistle, you don't hit the mother with right there. But the fact of the matter is, it was mine. It was my box. It was my prerogative. Just like Bobby Brown, I could open it how I wanted, but I knew that there was a prize in that box. And I believe that's what Grandma then was talking about when they said, Oh, taste that shit. Yes. That the Lord is good. Yes. I thought that's what they were talking about when they talked about Jesus.
know here that that's how I feel about Jesus. That's how I feel that he has opened the doors for the church. They sing a little song that is turning around for me. And I know that because he lives, my tomorrow is going to be different. I couldn't wait to get to church today, Brother Allen, because I know this is our climactic point. This is when we can dance and shout and go to our church sit down because the joy of the Lord is our strength. I'm all right now. I feel a little better. So let me get back my little Sunday school lesson, my little Easter speech. I've been practicing in the mirror all week long. <laughs> so I can say it right. But I want you to understand that death, loss, and grief are always inconvenient mm, and unnatural. Can I take my time here for a minute? It, it, is, it is a part of that human experience that we call life. Yeah. But Elizabeth's resurrection, on the other hand, is entirely unnatural. Can I work a little lesson here? They gave me a speech. They told me how to do it. And mom said, I better not mess it up. But whenever a human being goes into the ground, that, that's just the that of that. Reality, common sense, cultural norms, as I mentioned earlier, Ken, uh, don't say to us that you wait around. When you bury someone, when you leave them, you leave. You don't wait around saying they'll be back. You cannot, you cannot expect them to come and pick up where they left off. I know some of us talk a whole lot of trash. I'm like, we gonna die, we'll be back, and all that kind of stuff. But no, when you die, they bury you. And they bury you, they leave. Now some of y'all got that problem. Some of y'all, I know in my family they got this problem. Dixon, whenever we go to the cemetery, you got no people in your family always want to hang around the cemetery. Come on, but Aunt Lula Bell is over here. We're going to walk over there. And then you got Uncle Oscar there somewhere over here. And the problem is, they can't remember where none of the people at. The, the funeral director want to get on back to get his chicken and string beans and go on back to the funeral home. But you got to leave at least one car. Come on, come on, talk to me. In every family, you got to talk to Undertaker and leave at one car. So the Negroes can walk around the cemetery looking for that food. I don't stay. That's why whenever I go to the cemetery now, even in fact, I drive my own car. I'm not staying in those cemeteries. In fact, I cheat. I get to the head of the line. So all of them going to walk around to my way, Uncle Beck and, and Uncle Ruby and all of them. I'm back on my way to a Golden Corral or Olive Garden somewhere. But, but the cemetery, let me tell you, I'm sorry, Reverend I got caught up there. Uh, but cemetery. You, you can't wait for folk to come back. Right. At least for the elect of God, we know not on this side of the river. That's right. You say your goodbyes, you pay your respects, and you try one to get on with your life as best you can. Yes. Knowing that the only great springtime happens in a cemetery is on top of the grave. It's not in there. And for that reason, I paid close attention, Miss Scott, to me. This moment, my, my last few moments, somebody sent me a little note. I got to put this in here. Let me talk to you Facebook people. Y'all got smart with me and sent me a note saying, it's funny how you preach shorter on Facebook. <laughs> that we out of church in about 40 minutes. God bless Facebook. Now we have y'all understand something. When we go back to regular church, on, I'm going back to regular Lebo. 
And amen goes right there. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the reason why I'm going to hurry Larry, the reason why I look at her, she's doing everything right. She's paying her respect. She goes to the tomb to complete that which was not completed. Because the law forbid that you perform certain acts. It was the beginning of the Sabbath. That's the rule of the day. It's late in the evening, and they would be they would be found guilty of this violation. And not even listen, not even for Jesus should they violate the law. You look back with this ministry of memorial lesson. A few days ago, there was another woman in Bethany. Watch this now. With not much of a public life or reputation. And she injected herself into a place among people that thought very little of her and even despised her purpose for being there. You remember that woman? She comes to perform her ministry on Jesus. Brother Allen, she shows up her little jar and her expensive perfume. She washed his feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. That, that's the the C.C. Wine version of the song. Yeah, Kenny over there singing it now. And, 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 and she does that because it is her tribute. In fact, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, leave her alone. That's right. Let her do what she's doing. In the front of how folk who ain't doing nothing. Always got something to say about folk that are doing something. Jesus said, leave her alone. And let me encourage some of you who are willing to serve Christ in ministry that folk don't appreciate you and folk think they know something about you. Leave them folk alone. Let them serve Jesus and you need to get out the way. She does but not come to Mary. I'm, I'm hurting now. I've got to go. Mary comes to do for him the same thing. It should have been done, Kenny, before they buried him. There are those who are confused, and, and I, I, Dr. Dixon, I like to correct bad preaching and bad theology, but, but uh, preachers, please stop telling folk that Mary came to embalm Jesus. Because she did not come to embalm him. She came to anoint him. Mary came to try to sweeten up something that was sour. She, she came to anoint him. She came to show how much she loved him and to caress and to care for him even in death. She couldn't do it yesterday, and she was she was determined that she would serve him. Yes. She wanted to create an aroma in a place. Yes. But the air had been foul and heavy. Heartaches abound, and there are those who lost Jesus, who loved Jesus, yes. who were forced to leave Jesus. Yes. Yes. But she comes anyhow. Yes. And notice in the text, as I heard along here, uh, not everybody came. That there are times in ministry when you got to go by yourself. You remember that old song, Kenny? It said, I'll go if I have to go by myself. And he did. There's no doubt about it. He died. But right still matters. He's gone now, but doing right doesn't have an expiration date. He's been dead all night, Brother Allen, and another couple of days have gone by, but love has no limit. Love cannot be constricted just by time. That's right. There's a song I want to sing right there, Jess, but you're too far away. 
He, he deserves to be treated with dignity. Yes. Mary comes duty bound to perform this. It kind of makes me wonder. Can I put my public service announcement in here? It kind of makes me wonder how in this world we still get it so wrong. Both of these sisters teach us a priceless lesson about life and love. In Bethany, we learn a lesson. In Jerusalem, we learn a lesson. And the lesson is simply, Pat, that we are a love on folk. All we can while they are still alive. We are a love on folk when they can enjoy and embrace it. We ought to be engaging and and embracing with folk in all of our affections and pleasures of our relationship. But in this life of ours, we create such cruel scenarios. And it amazes me because the lesson is, it does matter how what you do for a person in life. But when a person dies, death will not let go. You can't bring them back. You can't say I'm sorry. Death has a grip that cannot be broken. Our tears and our tantrums won't change death. Death is sobering. Death has a sting and a smell and a sorrow. And when you fail to love in life, death will scar and suffocate your heart forever. As our folk go through depression and anxieties and wind up seeing therapy because you didn't treat folk right in life, and when they close their eyes, they can't hear you. So you better take my little public church and I'm going to learn how to love somebody. You are loveful because love comes a multitude of sins. And all of us got some sin problems. I'm getting ready now. All of us got some sin problems. And that's why Jesus died. But he also had to get up. And I'm not faulting Mary's ministry, but I'm going to tell you now that all the flowers and falling and casting in the world and fainting are not suitable for loving folk while they live. It's dark now. Even from a distance, Mary realizes that something ain't right here. Mm -hmm. Someone has moved the stone. Yes. Again, let me give you theological background here. They have forgotten. Mm -hmm. They're they not, they, they not in their right mind. She's afraid that someone has stolen him away. Yes. Someone has taken him in, and, and only God knows where he is. His body was all that she had left. And now it's gone. And I'm convinced of God that if, if, even if they tried to take her away from that tomb, she would have refused. She's like a little puppet and lost its master. Even the angels resolved could not soften her. Read the Bible and you'll discover they tried to talk to Mary and give her some sense of comfort, but she ain't having none of that. There she is. She does not have yet quite the nerve to look inside, but she realizes he's not there. Why are you weeping, they ask. They've taken away the Lord, she said. She makes it personal, Dr. Dixon. She really says, my Lord. And here's where the kick comes, Kenny. She says, and I don't know where they have laid him. Mary, I think I can help you. And I think you can help us. Yes. Baby, don't waste good church time looking for someone Come on. in the wrong place. Right. You, you're expecting
expecting to find him in the tomb. But you can't find what God has already That's loosed and let go. Not in the tomb. God woke him up early. God shook him and shook him on the head. God made prior arrangements and set proper protocols in place. The cemetery is and will always be for the day. Tombs are the storing of the day. But anybody know God's got an answer? Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself, church. Don't, don't waste time any further looking for the day. Get out of these dead churches. Get away from dead people. Get away from dead ministry. Get away from dead preaching. Get away from dead choir. You need to find the God of the living. But the God of the Lord is our strength. When we wake up every morning, say, Surely the Lord is in this place. See, God, He lives. That's why we like our Always remember that, that, that he died, yes sir, but he got up. Yes. Yeah, peaches and herbs just come to mind when they sing that little song called Reunite. That's what I love about God. God is a reunited God. God brings the separated back to salvation. God brings the broken back for rebuilding. God brings the wounded back for healing. How many know that God will make it all right? I said, anybody know God will make it all right? Three things I'm going to wonder. First of all, we do know that Jesus was dead. That's what the text reveals. That's a good note right there, kid. You and Brother Allen going to make me hurt myself. So I'm going to say it again. We know that Jesus was dead. Yeah, that's what the text reveals. But now, watch this now. He's not described as resting. He's described as dead. And let me have another, those of you who are theological brain surgeons, uh, that think Jesus just passed out because he's too much God to die. No, the Bible says that he would die, but in three days, he would rise. He's not resting. He, he, he's not defined. Watch this now. Second sub point. Uh, Reverend White, get this one now. He's not defined as lying in repose. He is dead. But then the kick comes a little bit because now he declared as risen. Jesus is risen, and when you when you ride, it's time to roll out. Jesus got up, and, and now the story says, according to John, that not only has he departed, but he's on his way somewhere. He departed according to credible witnesses, and their declaration is that he's gone. Matthew's story says he's just not here. He had risen from the dead. Watch this now. And he said, now he is doing just what he said would happen. Come and see where he used to be. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, before you judge me, you ought to see how I used to be. You ought to see where I come from. You ought to see the rascal I used to hang out with. You ought to see the kind of things I used to do. But how many know that a change? I'm trying to 
every Sunday go to a dead church. But dead Jesus, we go to a living church. This is the church of the living God. Look at me, your neighbor. Look like you're living all right to me. You, you, you must know Jesus. Anybody know him for yourself? If you tell your neighbor he's all right, he's all right.
I came under the whosoever will call. I, I didn't come with everything right. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, I still got some stuff I'm trying to get from. But he opened up the door yes, of that church. And he said, whosoever will, let him come. I started running. I started running, and I've been running ever since. The only difference now is my run is not from him. My run is now with him. like the man in the green mile and dog tie. Matter of time, I, I got to I got to go see all on Bitterbuck. Y'all go go watch the movie you <laughs> but here it is. Look God I got to go but Deep Walker always reminds me that we gotta open the door. And that's that's the point of the preaching today. That Jesus was dead. Jesus has departed. And I got excited one and I couldn't get my last point out, but I wanted to say my last point is he was dead. He has departed, but he is our deliverance. Yes, Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. He will save you. He will save you just now. Doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter who you are. Listen, somebody said that we ought to be careful who we let in the church. The devil is alive. Amen. Every drunk don't smell like liquor. Everybody on drugs ain't been over and stammered. We have some sophisticated problems with some sophisticated people. Bible reminds us that all of us have sinned. Come short of glory. And I'm glad the church take anybody. That's right. They start doing background checks on the church. Ain't gonna be nobody here. We're gonna start letting people go. We we gonna have to let them go because everybody got something that disqualifies them. But 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 I heard somebody say that it's covered in the blood. All the blood of Jesus. The blood still works. And then somebody said, it shall never lose its power. That it reaches. Well, I feel like preaching a little bit more. It reaches. That's how he got me. It reaches. That's how he keeps me. It reaches. No matter how high you are. That, that raw tone ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough to keep me from getting to you. But God thought that way first. God goes into the gutter to get preachers. God goes into bankruptcy court to get finance directors. God has a way of turning it around. Anybody had to turn it around? And that's what I love about it. He'll turn it around. And that's the song Deacon David that he was singing in my little church back home. They picked me up and turned me around. Told me to run on and see what the end shall be. Anybody trying to get to the end? Oh, yes. Those the church are open. It is the 
gateway to glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come to Jesus. Just now. You virtual folk, we are, we are here. We are open. 1916 Florida Avenue, the great city of Lynchburg. We'll make sure all the traffic lights are green when you come. We'll make sure that the street lights stay on a little longer. But come on out of darkness into this marvelous light that is Christ. Yes. Jesus, the light. Yes. The light of the world. We, we want you to be saved. Don't, don't listen, listen. People pick on Easter. This would have been the Sunday that a whole lot of y'all would have came to church for your annual visit. <laughs> now coronavirus has messed that up for you. You gotta have to wait to Christmas probably. Mother's Day look kind of sketchy. You got three chances to get folk in the church that don't usually come to church. Easter, Mother's Day, and Christmas. Well, you, you don't miss Easter, but we're not picking on you. We're inviting you now. To virtually come on into the body of Call us. Send us an email. Pass a text. Holler out there where we can hear you even right now. And we'll be so glad, ever so glad, to welcome you into the body of Christ. And listen, we, 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 will, we will keep your secret secret long as we can. Said the one won't tell nobody. But I couldn't keep it to myself. But we will do this now. We're here waiting for you. The doors of the church open. But Jesus got out of that tomb. Yes, he did. He was there. He ain't there now. He has departed. So to meet him in Galilee, like you said. But he's your deliverer. Yes. Come to Jesus. Just now. Then we want to remind you that. You are still a friend, Kennedy. Don't listen to these folks who tell you that you got to get yourself together and stop smoking, drinking, and staying out late. I'm telling you now, when you get to the church, you're going to discover a whole lot of your cousins been waiting for you. They, they, they ain't much different than you are. All of us just trying to do it a little bit better. I'm telling you now, the world, the world lives off the church dollars. Everybody brought their tithes and offering into the church. Hold on, these other places might go out of business. But it ain't so. There are no perfect people in any church. If Brookville was perfect, when Leroy Mitchell came to pastor, they lost their standing as perfect. If, if, if your church around the corner makes it perfect, go around there and join. Because nobody's perfect. We're all being processed. To a better way of life. He looked beyond our fault. Come on and join the church today. Come on. We're waiting on you. We need you. Come on. Bring your steel set to the church. And watch what God will do. He'll take everybody. The doors of the church are open. And they will never ever close again. Because we're going to meet him in the air at the next function. So while we're waiting on shallow to come, the doors are open. You can come, my brother, my sister. Come on. Give us a call at 434-847-8959. Look us up on the web. We out there. Send us a little message. Notify us that you're interested in Jesus. I'm not asking you to join my church. I don't, I don't have a church. 
I'm, I'm a steward, servant for the Lord in Brookfield. This is the Lord's church. And you come on through the ranks. Come on and join the church. Give your life to Jesus. Doors open. Our concerns here are great. We are in this pandemic. Everybody knows that ain't nothing to do. But can I tell you, Jesus is still in charge. God still in charge. And looks like Holy Spirit is still doing his job. If this virtual church thing is all we have right now, we got to know. We're going to learn some lessons from this. But the lesson we must learn is salvation in Christ Jesus. The Bible reminds us that we perish for the lack of knowledge. It's been a great time to get in the learning ministry. I was on the web the other day. Everybody's doing Bible study and worship services. You got to find your flavor somewhere. If you don't want to be a part of what we do here, that's all right, but Jesus is universal. Please give your life to Christ. You don't, you don't appreciate all that hollering and jumping up and down. There's some quiet churches out there. It ain't for me, but I mean, you know, I just believe that the joy of the Lord is celebrated. You want your preaching with a little less pepper and all that kind of stuff? I understand that. But the first step is to give your life to Christ. You don't give your life to the preacher. You give your life to Christ. We can't save nobody. We just offer salvation because that's our vocation. But give your life to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Just now. I also want to remind all of our disciples, all of our friends, that your financial support is critically needed at this time in the church. We've been called upon to serve in ways that we had not imagined. Please don't sit home and think that not coming to church is part of your savings plan and supplementing to your 401k. The tithe is holy and belongs to the Lord. Bible reminds us to present unto the Lord that which is the Lord. Give Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And I'm going to give my tithe to the Lord. My offering goes to the Lord. I, I, I'm, I'm giving God a just cause blessing. I want to encourage all of us to go to Givelify, Cash App, Luke for Greater Brooklyn Church, 1916 Florida Avenue. Mail it to the church. Post office still working. If they can deliver bills to your house, you ought to be able to deliver your tithe to God. We, we need your support ministry in this ministry. It's not just for me, it's for all of us. Children are still hungry. Families are, are, are being stressed out, unlike they have in years. They're, those of us in this modern era are facing a crisis that we have never experienced in our lives. Grocery store shelves are barren. They start up with all the toilet paper. Now they buy up guns and ammo. And that's not good. Oh, I forgot, they bought up all the liquor. So when you mix guns and ammo with liquor, we gonna need toilet paper. <laughs> Amen. I'll let y'all figure that out, please. <laughs> what y'all don't know is I can hear the red white laughing in my ears. <laughs> I'm sorry, church. But let me tell you this, I'm gone, I'm gone. We're gonna leave. Thank you, Sister Elizabeth Bitburg, for sending you to the Lord today. Thank you.
I love this a little bit, Richard. What, what a joy it is to have in our ministry. Brother Kenny, again, thank you. Brother Allen, people is all over the place. People walk through the neighbors. People with kids are on the other side. Dr. Dixon, Brother Miller, and uh, Sister Pat, God bless you. Brother Chris, thank you. And, and Lord, we, 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 we got a little problem down here. Her name is Jess Davis. And, uh, we don't know what to do. So we're going to turn it over to the Lord and let you work it out. Every church got to have one. I just have to have three. I ain't going to call up ones yet. But God bless you today. Please send your time, your offering, support our ministry. Um, please remember to pray for each other. I want to I want I want to ask us to pray for one of our um, brother ministries and fellowship. I won't call his name. That's that's up to him. That's private. But I want you to pray for one of our ministers. Uh, we've been informed that uh, our dear brother has tested positive, um, and he has already quarantined himself. But. I, I will not violate his privacy by calling his name, but I want y'all to say, Lord, you know. Lord, you know. And that we'll pray for him and his family. Um, I'm praying for all y'all. And I want y'all to pray for me. I want to see y'all next Sunday virtual. I want to see some of y'all just come to church. We, we, we got a little bit. We, we ran at our number today, but, but we'll slip you in somewhere. And let you come to church with us. And uh, we can move folk around a little bit. We already got a plan for what happens when two or three hundred of y'all show up. We, we, got, we, we figured out what to do. I, I know what to do. We, we're right on the edge today. We're right on the edge of the number. I ain't going to tell you how many it is. But ain't nobody going to jail today. And coming out to the church too. But I want to just, just be right on it. But I want y'all to come. I want you to keep praying. Mom said, if you ever need the Lord before, Sure, do need him now. One thing about having time, you can make use of time. It's praying time. There's no song you say in the AME church. I know it's a universal song, but it will simply say, When I fall on my knees, with my face to the rising sun, oh no, have mercy. God, our Father, today we are calling again your name. We are in the midst of a crisis. But we are not overwhelmed because of the crisis. Simply because we have the Christ. Nothing is impossible for you. You do all things so well. Lord, our dear brother today needs you. He's not the first in the line. Others have been called. Thousands have been affected and infected. COVID-19 is not new to you. You're a God of every power. You do miracles. You change things. Stand still. You made waters separate themselves. You fed 5,000 plus 
with, with a little ass lunch. You heal lepers on their way to see the doctor. You woke up folk that were dead. You made old things pass away. And all things became new. And so, Lord, we're simply saying that we need you. Not only in this hour, but every hour. Oh, Lord, heal the land. If my people who are called by my name will but humble themselves and pray. That's what you said. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to fall on our knees with our face to the rising sun. Not the S you in, but the S we're going to call on the name of the Lord. There's power in that name. Wonder working power. Life changing power. And we're going to call on the name. We've called it before. And you healed. And you recovered. And you gave your life. We know that you are an awesome God. And so, Lord, we call on your name. We're not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power. It's the power that saved me. The power that saved my sons and my daughters, my, my mom and my dad. There's something about that name. Kings and kingdoms. We've been told shall all pass away. But there's something about that man. There's something about that man. And I love to call that name. That name is Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Glorious in majesty. Awesome with power. Lord, come see about us. Jobs are being lost. Families are being torn apart. The dead cannot be buried. And the living don't know what to do. Lord, you are our ventilators. You are our vaccine. You are our victory. Thank you, God, today. For waking him up, Father. Thank you for waking him up, Father. Thank you for waking him up, Because you live. All our fears come. Writer said that weeping may endure for the night. But joy is going to come in the morning. We're going to be happy again. We're going to fill up our churches again. We're going to shout again. We're going to have our choir rehearsal and have our live Bible study. We will have our joy restored. But then, Lord, we add what David also said, that you're creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit. For thine is the king, power and 
the glory. And the church said, Amen. 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 And amen. amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll see you real soon, Facebook. Come on back next Sunday. Let's try it one more time. Thank you, Brother Kenneth. Thank you, Brother Allen. God's children, God bless you. Good evening.